Early Brew with good guys, John and Danny. Hi, mate. You all right? Yeah, morning, John. Morning. Morning, morning. Oh, here's, here's a quick uh, a trivia for you, right? All right, okay, cool. Uh, do you know your musicals? Uh, uh, well, what are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, the start of a, a very famous musical song, but it's not the main part. There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. Oklahoma. You got it. Yeah. Unbelievable <laughs> knowledge, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in touch with my, uh, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with, yeah, with that. Thespian, that's what they call them. Th- yes, I used to love yeah. drama. Yeah. Uh, some would say, I still do. <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, I'm my mum used to love that. Very impressive. Yeah, oh, thanks. Um, yeah. I'm impressed. I'm impressed that you would ask. <laughs> I'm quite disappointed I didn't get more of the song in. You know what I mean? I was, I was hoping for a full sort of five-minute rendition, but you cut me off really quick. Could you oh, what a beautiful... No, no, <laughs> my mum loved musicals, and uh, yeah. her parents were... They were a lot older when they had me, so my mum was 40. You know, and in 1971, that was, that was quite old. Yeah. So um, I, their, their films were like kind of... I don't know, had a... I'd watch stuff that their formative years were the forties and fifties. So yeah, yeah, and I'm watching a lot of films from that period, really. Um, yeah, good stuff, mate. Anyway, so it's exciting, exciting times for you because your your team is doing rather well at the moment, isn't it? Yes, I, I, um, I suppose football is a bit like politics and religion, isn't it? Really, and uh, we shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> However, Liverpool are going to win the league for the first time in 30 years, and it's very exciting and uh, <laughs> uh, wasted a long time. They do deserve it, don't they? Let's face it, really. Yeah. My dad was a United fan. My uncle uh, is a United fan, and I should have been a United fan. And I am a fan of United up to, um, well, Matt Busby's era, really, when they won you know, the, the Munich air yeah. crash in yeah. 58, and, and then they won the, the European Cup in 68. A great story, isn't it? And Sir Bobby Charlton. Yeah. But I grew up in the seventies. Liverpool were in everything. All my mates are Liverpool fans. I'm a Liverpool fan, and I can't change. Yeah. What about your team? Well, they're going down. Norwich are um, okay. going to be relegated. They had a horrendous start. We've had two games since we started after lockdown, right? And uh, lost them both. Yeah, right. doing really badly. One nil last night, and then that was against Everton, and three nil the other night against Southampton. So it's it's curtains, I'm afraid. So. However. What it could be is a bit like Burnley a few seasons ago. They went down, didn't they? Mm. Then came back up again and they've they've stayed. So maybe, you know, you go down, but then you come back up again because you've got that uh, Austrian manager, haven't you, that looks looks good. Daniel Um, Clark. Daniel Clark, yes. Yeah, yeah. He's good. I think the team's all right, but we just can't score goals. So that's probably, well, probably means we're not that good, doesn't it, really? We had that Finn. What happened to him? Pookie. Oh, he's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not really up to date with it. But uh, I've just sort of seen the scores. But I can't yeah. face it. You know, you can't face looking at the, reading the match report because it's the same all the time. It was, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, there we go. It's terrible. Well, Liverpool lose. <clears throat> I don't even watch them. Well, I'm much of the day. Uh, I won't watch it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, there was something on Radio 1 yesterday. It was quite interesting. Talking about football. And it was um, a story. Somebody who used to be a Man City mascot told a story about when he went to the funeral 
of a fellow mascot. And I think it was Sammy the Shrimp mascot from South End. Right. And told the story on Radio 1 about all the mascots turned up at Sammy the Shrimp's mascot's funeral and they all dressed as mascots. Um, and then he said he was okay, but when they had to bow their heads, um, Gunner, the mascot for um, Gunner the Dinosaur, the mascot for the Arsenal, right. bow his head because he's, he's massive and his head's like huge. Um, and I'm demonstrating the height yeah. on, on a podcast by raising my yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. When I know this is not going to go out in a video format, <laughs> however, um, that's the way things roll, isn't it? And yeah, and then he said they went outside and all the mascots trooped outside and there was loads of mascots for Sam in the Shrimp's funeral. And then there was a more military kind of funeral outside yeah. and dressed seriously in blazers and yeah. uh, regalia and um, they're all dressed as bloody everything from dinosaurs to shrimps to God knows what, to canaries. Yeah, canaries indeed, yeah. Well, it's... I'm just picturing that in my head, though, that the image of yeah. being at the funeral with all the, you know, dressed up in all the, all the mascot kit. It's it a is quite film. a comical sort of vision, isn't it, really? You know? I listened to it yesterday and I was laughing. Yeah. Whilst um, I was washing up, actually. Laughing whilst washing up. And that's good, isn't it? And that made me realise and re- reminded me, we need humour, don't we? We need a laugh. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's Friday <laughs> Eve. Friday and, Eve, I like it. Friday Eve, yeah. And, you know, we can, I, I don't know about you, but I'm a bit tired. And uh, we, were, we were talking before, we went, what we're going to talk about this morning. Looking yeah. At these articles, and it's all <clears throat> coronavirus and COVID related. Oh, crikey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we've had enough, haven't we? Some, I, do you watch the news like you used to at the beginning of all this? I, I don't watch it anywhere near as much because I, I started watching it loads at the start of the outbreak mm. uh, i became almost kind of obsessed with it i think i was watching it all the time and I but then, it, then i sort of recognized that it was actually affecting me quite negatively emotionally because yeah. it was just it's constantly you know bombarding us isn't it with quite negative messages and also the thing that got me was the kind of speculation all the time you know what might happen and this might yeah. happen and that might happen it's like well we don't really know do we and so, so now i've watched it about I'd probably give myself 10 or 15 minutes a day to keep more yeah. or less up to date. And, and that's it. That's all I can kind of handle, really. Yeah, same here. I'd, I'd overdosed on it. I yeah. Sick and wonder what updates are going to be. And and I got myself into a hype at the beginning of it. I was absolutely full yeah. of adrenaline. I was, yeah. So now watch it sparingly, to be honest. And uh, Yeah, I definitely do. Yeah, yeah. But I like the mascot thing. That's a, that's a good. Uh, that's kind of uh, quite an interesting story. In fact, in fact, my uh, one of my old schoolmates, Dan, Dan Frid, he um, he's often the guy who dresses up as the canary oh. at Norwich, and he goes out. Yeah, and he goes out and uh, that's you know, brilliant the mascot thing at other games. Yeah, does he um, does he tweet about it? Hey, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Your mate's the mascot. Yeah. That's yeah, great. City, yeah, the Canaries. Come yeah. on, the Yellows. That's yeah. a great... What a great um, mascot. And what a, why is a, Here's a trivia question for you. Ah. Oh. <laughs> why Canaries for Norwich? 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to find out and I'm going to <laughs> let you know tomorrow. Okay. My list of things, add it to the list of things I don't know, um, which is quite big. And then I'll let you know about it tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It's funny, isn't it? There's a really weird song with Norwich as well. You know the On the Ball City song? That's a really weird song. No, no. no. Yeah, it's kind no, of it weird. It goes, kick it off. No, hang on. Throw it in, kick it off. Have a little scrummage. Keep it low, splendid rush. Rather win or die. On the ball city. Never mind the danger. Steady on. Now's your chance. Oh, you've scored a goal. That's <laughs> that's unusual. That's that's an unusual chant, isn't it? Um, it's a bit like when I was in the navy, I went to watch Portsmouth play. They were called Pompey. Yeah. Don't know why. We'll have to Google that as well. And the crowd shout, "Pompey, play up, play up, Pompey!" And they, nice. they shout it a lot. And it was like when I was first, I was like, "What's going on?" Because um, I was used to, you know, you'll never walk alone. And, yeah. And and which musical is you'll never walk alone from? Oh, hold on, hold on a minute. I like this. I like the way this is going. <laughs> um, I do know it because I played in the musical on the drums. Yeah. Um, oh, I've forgotten. I've forgotten. What is it? Carousel. Car- oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And who wrote it? Oh, crikey. No, you're really showing me up now. <laughs> this is getting really embarrassing. Um, I don't know that, says the ex-professional musician. I, I don't know. Rogers and Hammerstein. Of course it is. See, I know when you say it, I know, but it's it's early, isn't it? And what were their favourite pets? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> guinea pig? Um, it's quite a sort of... Um, in, the, in the musical, that's a very sombre moment, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's, um, it's a wonderful musical, isn't it? Really. So you played, in, you played in the drums? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I couldn't remember which musical it was. That's because I've played in so many, John. You know, it's uh, they all merge into one, all these different musicals. And, and, uh, and I think, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's interesting, isn't it? Backstories. I like it. Because, you know, we're talking about mascots. Your mate's a mascot at Norwich City. Yeah. Yeah. And we've often remarked, haven't we, how, we've, how people are interesting. We have a, a vocation. Oh, yeah, yeah. listen to people. Yeah, yeah. He's just started a bookshop as well. Uh, you know, he's done done that thing of you know changing career. He worked in, uh, yeah. I think, sort of software with bookshops and things like that for years yeah. and years. Yeah. And then him and his wife thought, actually, we're just going to start our own little bookshop. So they've got this really cool bookshop in Norwich, and, uh, and it's, I, I love to see that sort of thing. You know, people just sort of thinking, yeah, yeah, I want to do something, and then go ahead and do it. And you know, it's uh, yeah, exciting for people, that isn't it? Yeah, it is. And a lot of people change. Talked to clients recently this week who've changed, retrained. Yeah. And another client was talking about the fact that their parents, one of their parents retrained. Because sometimes I think, oh, it's just me that's retrained. But, you know, a lot of people get to that point, don't they, where they, they just question life and what's it about and yeah. what do I really want to do? And there's, do you find there's a common theme of a lot of people forsake money massive money that they were earning yeah. in order to live a, a better quality of life. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Because I think sometimes people sort of fall into a, a kind of trap, don't they, of chasing the money. They get a certain amount of money yeah, and they think yeah. they'll be happy with that. But then once they've got it, then they want more money. And so it never becomes, it's, it's never enough, is it? 
So sometimes then people get to a stage where they think, well, it's obviously, it's, it's not money that's going to make me happy. It's, it's doing something different that's fulfilling on a daily yeah. basis. And they just, they just do it, don't they? Just retrain and do something else. They do. It is that, isn't it? Because to be honest, I was like that. I thought, I'll learn loads of money. That'll make me happy. And then uh, I'll buy loads of stuff with the money I'm earning. That'll make me happy. And yeah. I'll buy more stuff. And, and maybe I was happy momentarily when I bought the thing. Yeah, yeah. And that soon wore off. So I wanted to buy more stuff. Yeah. It made me happy, really. So. Yeah, that's very relative, all that, though, isn't it? You know, with money, because there's always someone with more money, isn't there? Like exactly. anything. Well, I've, I've bought, you know, if I buy the best, you know, the newest car out, yeah, well, it's yeah. new for a year, isn't it? Or six months, and yeah. there's another one out. And so it's no longer the, the newest and best one. And it goes on forever, doesn't well, it? I was at Warped. I even I'd go to Harrods. I went and visited Harrods. Um, right. And you think you're doing okay, and then you walk into Harrods, and it's like, my God, you know, look, the opulence yeah. here, and yeah, yeah, and it just made me feel a bit sick, to be honest, because I couldn't relate to it. So it yeah, yeah, a bit of a tipping point. No offense to Harrods, I'm sure. You know. No, no, but it's. I mean, that's some people do like. Yeah, so some people enjoy. Yeah, there's nothing wrong inherently with wanting to earn money and buy things is there but it's um it is it can be a sort of tricky sort of trap we can ensnare ourselves in it can't we if we're not careful or if we don't recognize when we've got enough exactly that sort of thing. yeah yeah exactly when have we got enough yeah yeah what is enough yeah that's it isn't it it's that, that kind of balance isn't it of, uh, and the other commodity of course which is so valuable is time because we can't get that back can we no. So, uh, you know, if we pursue sort of, oh, there's a thin lorry. You know, we can pursue these sort of material things all the time, but that takes up all our actual the, the time that we have available to us. We can't yeah. reclaim that, can we? No. Now, I do find that with my work personally, the days fly by. Yeah. And um, I enjoy, you know, listening to people and counseling people and, and what we're doing. Enjoy it. Um, yeah, been on the well, radio. It's really fulfilling, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, very fulfilling. Helping people. Whereas, at different points in my life, um, professionally, the, the I'm sure time used to stand still, or it felt like that, and the hours yeah. would drag, and the days would drag, and uh, yeah, yeah. A miserable swine. Um, <laughs> Going to think of other words. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's about doing what. You enjoy, isn't it, really? And um, and people will be listening to this and thinking, right, what do I want to do? So what what can I do? Um, what do I really want to do? So Yeah, yeah. It's never too late to make a change, is it, either? People can retrain no. and do things or t- take a different route later on in life or, or whenever. I mean, we, we, I haven't retrained in my 30s from yeah, being yeah. a musician to being a, a counsellor, you know. Yeah, me, late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah late 30s. Um, yeah, it's a common thread, isn't it? Common theme that people do. It. And like you say, it's never too late, is it? To pursue your dreams, really. And yeah, people sometimes need a bit of help, don't they? And a bit of support and help to change their perspective about their own capabilities. So Yeah, yeah. And to not sort of hold themselves back. So I think sometimes people think, no, I can't do that. That's crazy. That's a you know, it's a silly idea or something like that. But yeah. what? Why? Why is it? You know, I think people sort of feel almost embarrassed for kind of 
thinking that they can do something different. And, but I think it's good to kind of dream about how you want to make changes and what they might be. I think it is. I think it is. And when people lose, you know, stop dreaming, um, been reading a fantastic book at the minute. I bought it ages ago. And it's Christopher Eccleston. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The actor. And I couldn't bring myself to read it at first because he's talking about it's the bones of you. Um, and he's talking about his dad, mm. about dementia, and his relationship between him and his dad. But um, got to the point, because I, I, I know you're still a prolific reader, aren't you? And I don't read yeah. as much as he used to. And I've been talking to you for years, but I must read more, I must read yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not around to it. But he's talking about his dad who worked um, in a factory who, during the Second World War briefly, basically spent time, um, you know, as children did from inner cities. He was from Salford, spent time in the countryside in Clitheroe, loved it. All right, yeah, yeah. Those were his formative years. But his dad was kind of compromised, really, restricted, didn't reach his full potential, felt trapped. Right. Whereas Christopher Eccleston, you know, he's travelled the world, hasn't he? Acted in numerous plays. And yeah, films. yeah, yeah. And for me, one of the finest actors of his generation. Yeah, I think um, he's great. Yeah. And, but yeah, limitations. And it's like my dad was a, a union rep. Mm. And, um, you know, if he'd have been given more support, more opportunities, well, it's still good that he was a union rep. Yeah, yeah. You know, he could have been a solicitor, maybe. Um, but when he was at school, it was assumed he would go in to work in crew works. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so how many people have been restricted by, you know, limitations put upon them? Yeah. By people around them or by society? Yeah, it's very true, that. Very true, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's going to be hot today. We better go, haven't we? And um, it's going to be a boiling hot day, so... Uh, yeah. Got to get the old sun cream on and all that stuff. Certainly too warm to be a mascot. Your mate must be absolutely... <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Blimey, yeah. I went for a run yesterday. That that was uh, that was bad enough. Uh, I've got a headband now, though. One of these old, like, you know, toweling oh, right. headbands. I wear one of those. Like Johnny Newton-John used to have. Yeah. <laughs> I've mm-hmm. seen more of um, Mark Knopfler out of Dire Straits, that sort of thing. <laughs> but Olivia Newton-John, that's, that's it, yeah, yeah. John McEnroe. That's it. That's the one. Yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with I'll go with John McEnroe. But it yeah. works. I tell you, it works. You know, not to be too. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, gross, but it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How far did you run? I only did five k yesterday, but I'm going to do ten today. Okay. Uh, got to do seventy two this week. Right. Wow. Seventy two k. And you're doing your challenge soon, aren't you? Yeah. Eight, uh, 9th of July. My uh, the campaign against living miserably. Yeah. My challenge for them: five half marathons in five days. It's going to be hard, that, especially if it's this hot. Uh, yeah. yeah, but you'll do it. Yeah, be okay. Yeah, you're a racing snake. <laughs> a racing snake. A racing snake. A racing snake. Right. Okay. Uh, I have to Google that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Learning all sorts today. <laughs> so, so it's. Yeah, there's no excuse, Google, and uh, yeah, enjoy your run. It's a list of things I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, right, thanks we for, on, we? Yeah, have a good day, mate, and thanks for tuning in, everyone, and uh, um, and your comments and your feedback, and it's available on Spotify. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and and talking about changing direction, doing stuff that people enjoy. We're enjoying this, aren't we? And it's great fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
good way to start the day. So thanks very much again for tuning in and uh, catch you tomorrow. All right. See you guys. See you, John. See you, mate. Have a good day. Have a good Thanks for listening to Good Guys, John and Danny.